Welcome to ESG Explored. I'm Sarah Delahunty, General Manager for Queensland Trust for Nature, and together with long-time environmental researcher Dr John Roscoot, each fortnight we'll be inviting guests from across a variety of industries to have a conversation on all things environmental, social and governance and what it might mean to you. John, you've been in the environmental space for a long time. What made you start looking at ESG? Well, actually, probably going back a little bit here. So, so I, coming out of corporate, I did a master's in business environment and, I've, and I think that has always interested me in ESG. But here's the thing. I think part of that was I was kept thinking at the time, why does it have to be so complicated? So, and as I was working with landholders, I realised that what they really wanted was something pretty pragmatic and sim- simplistic, not too bureaucratic. And uh, so I think that's the main thing that actually got me there. And I sort of thought, how can we dial down the the sort of complexity and the jargon and really come down to what the guts of it is? And how can people in small industries basically take this on? So it's making it around that solution focused on, yeah. on the ground delivering, which is yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. Yep. And, so for uh, me, as you know, um, I've worked as a stakeholder manager or a partnership manager across a number of industries, and that's been for many years as well. And over that time, I've seen the evolution around that language of corporate responsibility and social license to operate, etc. All those things we've heard about, but felt that those things should sit more as an integrated part of a business operations and not to the side, which it can often do uh, as not so much a tokenistic gesture, but as a almost as an afterthought in, in business. So I've been drawn to the ESG framework as a way of operating that's more integral and it's more purpose-driven for the business, which I think is fantastic and helps to get those outcomes that you were just talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, and this is... I actually agree with that because I think one of the things that we we often discuss is the importance about the difference between offsets and and reducing emissions. So if we're going to reduce em- emissions, we, that needs to be the focus. Offsets is really for something that where we can't do anything about. Mm. So and I think at the moment the the language is going more towards how can we do business as usual and not make changes. And I think we've got to make changes but it has to be an integrated part of the business. And there is also opportunities there, huge opportunities. And and I think about this from the rural sector who has great opportunities in this area. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think so far the conversations we've been having with our upcoming guests, you know, there's chats around those opportunities that they're seeing, not so much around the risks or at least identifying the risks and then turning them into opportunities um, managing those whole-of-life plastic responsibilities. We've been talking to people about the Green Olympics, blockchain, supply chain, talking about delving into the Modern Slavery Act, the environmental markets, biodiversity measures. There's been so many conversations already, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and I'm really keen to um, start sharing those with people on this. I know. It's, it's been absolutely fantastic, and, and I have to say that I've been super interested in some of the areas around carbon and how we manage carbon, because I obviously mm. from because um, I take a bit of a, a rural focus and and banking, like you know, invest the investment area is very much looking at this. So this is going to yeah, be a pretty absolutely. important part. We we also I think we're going to be talking about biodiversity offsets, which lots I think are lots, lots of, of that. <laughs> Things like water quality, you know, mm. that's that's been a big thing around the reef governance. And I think when I think of governance, I think of how often people sort of do greenwashing and and yeah. and don't really 
you know, sort of have a way of actually talking about what the real governance is. Yeah. So I think these and some of the technical language, we want to we want to bring that down to a to a really simple everyday language, um, you know, because people often talk scope one, scope two, scope three. What does that mean? Mm. And how do we deal with that? They're really quite, you don't have to be Einstein to understand what good looks like. But I think they're really important that we actually have that conversation. And we've got some really good people to actually do yeah, that with. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And they're going to, the conversations that we've had are, have really been practical and really, you know, they're going to help guide people in what they can implement in their businesses without too much effort or changing too much, which I think is going to be key to it. Yeah, I think it's really important. I mean, I I remember the conversations we've had recently about the opportunities in rural areas, so local solutions to some of those things. Mm. We're not sitting there waiting for, you know, higher governments to go and do this. We can do this locally. We can get on with it. And I think for a lot of particularly people, and my bias is coming through about rural people, but I think they're, they've got some solutions that uh, are going to be pretty useful. And uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely looking forward to this. So yeah, I think this I is going too. to be great. Yeah. Well, yeah. we um, obviously there's a lot to do, John. So yep. I'm thinking anyone listening now, please subscribe and we'll be back in two weeks with our first incredible guest. Thanks for listening. Queensland Trust for Nature and ESG Explored acknowledge the traditional owners on the country throughout Australia, their diverse and continuing connections to the land, sea and community. We acknowledge they were the first conservationists and scientists and have cared for this land for their future generations. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging and we extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people who may be listening today. 